everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. The biggest thing that I liked about the card on top of the black ink is no shortcuts to success. Who would ever think we'd want to collect baseball cards without faces on them? We will see what comes out on Thursday and Friday. But right now, Roberto Clemente is one, and number two is Mariano. So what was a normal week going into the Thursday and Friday releases, we now have the set headed in a complete different direction with one specific player. At the same time, the set is turning in to what we always thought it would be. But first, my name is Chris, otherwise known on Twitter and Instagram as at CRT underscore sports cards. And if you want the best website for everything related to Project 2020, it's my website, CRTSportsCards.com. So a lot to get to today, but first, welcome to October in Project 2020. We just have three months left in this set from a live perspective, and then we start to really understand what this set is as we work through 2021. But we are now in October, and we are now through the summer months. And this set is shaping up to be exactly what we thought it would be and what we signed up for way back in May and June. And some of us, obviously, back in April and March, who were here from day number one. And what I'm talking about is the shipping from Tops. Yesterday when I did the website update, I was checking the live cards and we now on eBay have up to card 250 live for purchase on eBay. That is Blake Jamison's Sandy Koufax. So with that card now live on eBay, that means that we are only two and a half weeks behind when it comes to purchase to having the card in hand. And now I understand the person with the 250 Jamison might be in Florida near the shipping center and people on the West Coast or people obviously overseas. It might take a little bit longer, but it's really good to see the very first card hit the market within two and a half weeks. And having cards show up live like this, this quickly, really changes the entire conversation around the set. Number one, everybody talking about the shipping delays, that's all gonna go away. We are now gonna shift the focus to the actual cards, what they look like in hand, because we've always said the moment you get these cards in hand, they look so much better than what is shown on the screen. The challenge that we've always had was it took 30, 60, sometimes 90 days to get a card. And by then, all of us forgot what we purchased unless you're keeping uh, distinct records of, of your purchases. And look, 90 days in this world is an eternity at the moment. So getting these cards in within two and a half weeks, three weeks at the most, is a great thing for the set, especially as we get to card 300 in a few weeks and then moving away to the end of 400. The second thing it really calls into question, and this is just from a buying perspective, is if you are buying your cards from a pre-seller, does that change your perspective because they're shipping so quickly? Does that mean you're now using tops.com? The, the ability to use a pre-seller and the advantages of a pre-seller are the cheaper prices, you know, a couple dollars on the front end. But when you're getting cards in this quickly, does it really matter? If you're having to wait another two to three weeks from, from your pre-seller, that's doubling your time to get these cards into your house. And the third one here, and the one that I'm sort of most cautious on as we move through the last quarter of the set is if shipping continues at this pace, and if we continue to see prices sell for over MSRP, and a majority of the cards here recently are continuing to sell for over MSRP, and not by a lot, but they are selling over MSRP is 
does that flip game start to come back in a slow perspective? Do people start buying five 10X of these cards as we move through the back half of the set? That's gonna naturally drive up the print runs and naturally gonna maybe decrease the value on the back end, but do we start seeing the, the print runs tick back up as we finish up this set because shipping has started to really pick up in a sense. So those are all things to think about as we move forward because we're just about to hit act four of this set and we're really not gonna know what act four is until after the fact. You know, really act one was cards one through 60. The pre-bubble phase, really the moment before I purchased a card, my first bulk purchase was card 61. And then phase two or act two was 61 to right around 160, a good 100 cards when we saw the print runs absolutely go through the roof and then even stay very, very high. And then from really card 161, 162 to the current date, we're at around 270. That's really act three, phase three, what I'm calling the modern day era. We're gonna find out what's gonna happen in the last 120 cards. Is it gonna be a mix up, a mashup of everything that's happened so far in the set? or are we gonna continue the trend we're on? I think we're in a really good spot overall. There are a lot of things to be happy with with this set. And remember, if a card sells more than 2,880 copies in a 40 hour period, that means the card sold on average one every minute. So that's a very, very good spot to be in considering where we started at on day one in March. So a lot of things to consider, a lot of things to look at, but I am ready for act four in project 2020. But first, let's talk about the cards that released on Thursday and Friday because there were some, some absolute stunners to finish up this week in Project 2020. Thursday's releases had two artists that when you think about it are really the polar opposite of each other when it comes to Project 2020 promotion and telling people to buy their cards to make a lot of money. Card number 271 was the George Brett by Ben Baller, and then card number 272 was Mr. Cartoon's Ichiro. And I really wish I had my reaction to Ichiro recorded as I put on Twitter. The reaction to this card was just amazing. But let's talk about the Brett first. Let's talk about Ben Baller. The one thing that Ben Baller has always had in the set is a uniqueness to his cards. Whether you like it or you don't like it, is they are very, very unique and they speak to certain collectors in a different way. But when I first saw this George Brett, it felt like a copy of the Don C card. Obviously we have the Royals at the top, we have the crown at the top, the crown at the bottom, but when you have the middle part, maybe there are waves, but I thought of them as like music waves or sound waves in a sense. When you go back to Don C's inspiration of with Lord and George Brett, this card just felt like an elevated copy of that card in a different style. So. It was a cool looking Brett. It did sell very well for George Brett, over 4,000 copies, kind of putting it over that range of really having any short term profit in it. You know, his fans did buy it, not as much as 7, 8, 10, 50, 64,000 copies sold, but a big, a, a big number on this Brett. But here again, to me, it really felt like a copy of the Don C. Now, what was not a copy on Thursday was this Ichiro by Mr. Cartoon. And I'm here to say right now, this is Ichiro's best card in the set, but it does continue a trend here of having some really, really fantastic Ichiro cards come out. Before this card was his Gregory Sif, which was 3D, which I thought was phenomenal. And then before that, we had the Mushroom from Fuji. So three great cards back to back to back, but this is all about Mr. Cartoon right now. 
And Mr. Cartoons and Artist Who really hasn't done much publicity for this set. And, but that's his style. That's what he does. He has been somewhat active on social media. And I think he's done one video for his fans or thanking the fans of Project 2020. But it was really good to see this card come in at nearly 4,000 copies. 3.8 was a very, very healthy number when you factor in the fact that he is not out there saying, go buy my cards, you're going to make a lot of money in the future. So it was a great looking card, the best Ichiro to date. And when you mix in the sun, the dragon, and Ichiro himself, a winner all around. And I cannot wait to get this card in hand in about two and a half weeks. So headed into Friday, we have the Ichiro is my favorite card of the week. Second is the Roberto, and then third is going to be the Mariano by Grotesque. On Friday, though, we had Gregory Sif release his Sandy Koufax, and King Saladin release his Ricky Anderson. And when I think about these Friday cards, the one thing that comes to mind is unique. And when you think about King Saladin, he has a unique place right now in Project 2020. It is very, very hard to find somebody who doesn't like his artwork. The yellow and the green work so well together. And it's another great Ricky Anderson in the set. As I've said numerous times, the Ricky collection is a phenomenal collection in Project 2020. So this is just a great card overall. And it's from an artist where no one really has a negative opinion on and everyone's really high on. And now wrapping up the week for releases is going to be Gregory Sif releasing his Sandy Koufax. And if you were looking for a complete vertical set from Sif, we are not going to get that as he releases a horizontal Sandy Koufax, keeping with the tradition of his actual car. But when you think of Gregory Sif, the word unique definitely describes Gregory Sif. It is a unique art style and one that you really have to acquire the taste on. But once you acquire his taste and you really understand his artwork, it is really hard to put down. He is an artist that when his first cards released, I didn't know what was going on. But the more that I looked at them, the more that I saw them, the more I really, really liked him. But I also understand people who are collecting Sandy Koufax or people who do not understand his style are not going to like this Sandy Koufax. That is completely understandable, and I do not fault you for having a not as a positive opinion of the card as I do. But the key to Gregory Sif's cards are in the details. All the small little diagrams around the card. When you take a look at the card and then you read the details, you take a look at it, it all makes sense. And it's a very, very unique Sandy Koufax that's going to stand out very well when you have all of his 20 cards put together. So based on everything that was released this week from the Roberto F. Dot, the Mr. Cartoon, Ichiro, Gregory Sif, my card of the week is going to be the Mr. Cartoon, Ichiro. The card was too stunning to not select as my card of the week. But here again, there are a lot of nice releases this week for a lot of collectors of Project 2020. I'm curious though, in the comments below, what was your favorite card of the week? Let's get that discussion going around. What is the overall consensus for the card of the week? Because some people might not have liked the Mr. Cartoon Ichiro. So let's get that discussion going right now. So while we have some fun debating the card of the week from this week and also looking forward and, and sort of uh, guessing what Act 4 is going to look like in Project 2020, something happened this week that is going to fundamentally change 
the remaining eight cards of a player. And that is the passing of Bob Gibson. At last count, I believe 75% of the players are living in this set. And look, all of them are retired, but one that of course is Mike Trout. So this could have happened. This probably should have been on our radar because of the age of some of these players, but it never crossed my mind that we'd have a player pass away in this set, which is basically a living, breathing set of interpretations of their rookie cards. This leaves us with 12 of his 20 cards being released before he passed away. But let's take a quick look down memory lane of his first 12 cards in Project 2020 right now. His very first release in Project 2020 was Grotesque, and then Sophia Chang was card 46. So he had a big gap between his first card and his second card, and then there is that Keith Shore, one of the most iconic looking cards in the set. Then you had the newspaper Tyson Beck, the Ermsey Tropical Gibson, followed by the Bubblegum Pink Gregory Siff. Then you have another classic King Saladin design, then you have the color explosion of the JK5. You have the basketball themed Jacob Rochester and the Don C cards. And then you've got the Andrew Thiel and then most recently with the Ben Baller. His highest printed card is that Ermsey at just 14,867. And one thing that we've seen in the short term over the past couple of days is his grotesque Sophia Chang and Keith Shore, the prices have ticked up a little bit. So that was interesting to see even a player of his age have his cards go up in value the moment he passed away on Friday. But his passing brings into the question, what are his remaining eight cards going to look like? He did not have a card released this week. So whoever is possibly going to release his card this week are they going to be able to shift gears and maybe make it a tribute to Bob Gibson in a way that maybe was not going to exist up until Thursday afternoon? So this is going to be a very unique sort of take on his remaining eight cards because we have a player who was living for the first 12 and now unfortunately has passed away for the remaining eight. So while I really hope this does not happen again and I really hope this is an isolated event, I really hope the remaining eight artists take advantage of this and put out cards that are really in tribute to Bob Gibson because he was a Hall of Fame pitcher and he deserves the best cards regardless if he's living or passed away. But I think these, but I think this passing gives the remaining artists a unique opportunity to deliver a fantastic card that any fan of Bob Gibson will cherish from here on out. So while we wait for the next Gibson to come out and the next releases this coming up week, do yourself a favor, hit that subscribe button so you're notified the moment I post a video on Thursday and Sunday mornings.